At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour two of VSIN Primetime alongside Adam Burke sitting in for Sean King at Real Sean King. He just tweeted out something he likes. I'm surprised it has nothing to do with the, what did he say, Britain? Unmushable, unstoppable TCU Horn Frogs. I'm just stunned that he's not uh, riding with the Horn Frogs in this one. But he did tweet out a play, so go check that out. I am at one Tim Murray at Skating Tripods. Uh, my write-up for the game is on the website. Before we get to our next guest, let's get you updated on the current line, which consensus still 13 and a half in favor of the Georgia Bulldogs with a total of 62. Where we sit. Here at Circus Sports, it's up to 14. And, and it's a, a very pro-Georgia crowd behind us. Yes, I don't it is. see any purple anywhere. Yeah. So they're all at the game. That's they're true. all in uh they're all in Los Angeles. And uh this is very important to note. Ross Dellinger just tweeted out, who is out at the game, one of the prominent college football voices out there for Sports Illustrated. He said, word on the field is that TCU running back Kendra Miller will not play tonight and we've been talking about it kind of alluding to it talking about how he's been running from the videos that we've seen with that bulky knee brace from the knee injury that he sustained against Michigan in the semifinal Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated about five minutes ago saying that Kendra Miller according to what he's been hearing on the field will not play tonight for TCU that is a massive massive blow for the Horn Frogs, Adam. It is, but we'll talk about props in the next segment here, and I think that kind of leads itself to a couple of player props are on my radar now. Well, how has the market been moving as this number has been up since New Year's Eve with the game and the matchup set? We bring in our guys, Josh Applebaum. Normally joins us at 8 o'clock Eastern. We pushed him up because we got an earlier kickoff today, so we appreciate the flexibility from J- at Josh underscore insight. So, Josh, I-, I know this is an interesting one for you, because the line move initially went against Georgia, but now it's moving back the other way. So I'm curious how your read on this game is, at least starting with the side before we get to the total. Yeah, Tim and Adam, it's great to be with you. And Tim, I think you hit the nail on the head. This is a very fascinating back and forth line move. So to make it very simpler, you know, remember, remember Cliff's notes back in college. If you didn't want to read the whole thing, just give me the Cliff's notes. Well, the Cliff's notes are early. It was dogging over late. All movement is with the favorite in the under. So what happened basically the way that this line has progressed 
is that early on you opened Georgia laying 13 and a half. I saw maybe an, an, a, a book out there that was at 14, but it was mostly minus 13 and a half. The immediate move once this line dropped was all TCU money. We saw TCU get down all the way to 12 and a half. They even got down to 12. And then as all of us are sweating that final weekend of the NFL uh, week 18 yesterday, uh, you actually saw a lot of money come back the other way with Georgia. So to me, it was all early TCU. And then I, I was always, you know, kind of wary of the sharp saying, hey, at what point does at what point does this number get so low? That there's a lot of value to buy back and take UGA. Well, that basically has happened over the last 24 hours because you woke up this morning. A lot of these books were, you know, around 13 ish. Now you're up to 13 and a half. Some books are even popping to 14, as you t mentioned, Tim. So the late money and I'm a big proponent of late money. Where does that lean? Where is it going? It's going toward Georgia. Uh, and really, that's important because Georgia is the contrarian play. And Tim, you did a good job mentioning this too, but TCU is the public bet. You know, using our VEASAN.com bet splits, TCU is getting 65% of bets. It looked pro and Joe early. Late movement is toward Georgia. But I think I'm not going to run to the window and bet Georgia. Like, I do believe that that is a late sharp move here. But this is what makes this game difficult to cap for betters is because I'm a big betting system guy. Like, the present data is telling us late movement to Georgia, late movement to the under. But if you look at historically, teams in the situation, the dog has done very well. This is what makes this a hard cap. Bulldogs this year are 56% ATS. Bulldogs with a line mover, eight and three ATS. Depending on what number you take the opener from, maybe that uh, is no longer a system match because you're kind of a, a uh, opener and current is the same thing now. But you look at double digit bowl game uh, favorites here. They're six and one straight up, but only two and five ATS this year. Last five years, they're 28 and seven AT, uh, straight up, but only 14 and 21 ACS. ATS, that means basically they win the big double digit favorites, but they don't always cover. TCU, thanks to our guy Steve Mackinnon, 8 1 and 1 ATS, their last nine against the lead defenses. UGA is just 1 and 9 ATS, their last 10 after a close win of three or less. And national championship game favorites, guys, since 1999, if you're a favorite of five or more in the title game, you're just 4 and 11 against the spread. So this is what makes it a hard cap for me. If you asked me a few days ago, this was a clear, clear TCU play. Late movement is going toward Georgia and Georgia looks like a fade the trendy dog, sharp contrarian reverse line move. What makes it hard for me is all these bowl game system matches are on the dog, which would go toward TCU. You kept saying bowl dogs and, and you gotta, you gotta be careful because people, I know it's, you, know, you got the it's slippery you got, there. You got the bulldogs and the, yeah, you know, um, bulldogs. Right, uh, as for the total real quickly, you hinted at it a little bit here, uh, but we've seen late movement. Uh, a lot of, you know, uh, earlier today, I, I was able to get it under 64 in a shop here in Las Vegas. It is now 61 and a half at some spots and even offshore. So what has that total said here, uh, you know, Josh, right now? Yeah, Tim, you got a fantastic number there. I think you're probably going to get the best number in all Las Vegas, maybe, because it was, uh, again, 63 and a half, 64. You're all the way down now to 61 and a half. Remember, this thing opened around 61 and a half, just like we saw that early money going toward TCU. All early money seemed to be going to that over. Uh, but again, that 64, 63 and a half seemed to be the high water mark. Maybe it's kind of on the heels of the news that that star running back from TCU isn't going to play, where you're starting to see a lot of this money come in toward the under. But again, another difficult cap. It's a pretty sharp bet split. Uh, you have public all over the over, pun intended, 72%, only 28% bets, but half the money is on the under. That's a pretty good bet split to the under. But again, bold, if you look at the national championship game since 2005, the over is 12-6-1. So again, the, to me, it's a really difficult game. If you tell me you want to, like the, the under looks clear to me, Tim. It's just now if you're getting 61 and a half, you're not getting the good number that you sure. got. But again, if you tell me like TCU in the points with all these bull dog system matches, I can, I can get on board with that. If you tell me you want to fade the trendy dog and go late movement UGA, I can get I can get behind that too. So to me, I think it's a tough cap with reasons on both sides to make a play. We got six games coming up this weekend in the wild card weekend for the NFL playoffs. I know you've got some thoughts on that and some of the line moves. And we just talked about this game with Tank Williams in our previous segment. But this is the, the point I want to start out with you here, Josh, where we haven't seen a lot of line movement for the six games so far, but we have in one of them, and that's the Jaguars and the Chargers. So what are you seeing in the market for that? Yeah, Adam, you're totally right here. So if you take a step back, you know, I tweeted this out yesterday, but it was a great year for dogs and for unders. They're both about 56%. So great year for contrarian betters. It's actually texting Thomas Gable a little bit earlier. He said he had one of his best NFL years ever because all these dogs and unders did so well. So if you look to the playoffs, it's dogs and unders, the same exact thing, guys. If you look at the last five years, Wildcard weekend dogs are 16 and 8 against the spread, 67%. You also see those under 16 and 8, 67%. So it's not just, you know, just blindly taking dogs here, even though that's profited. It's also the line move. And Adam, you hit on this. If you get a wild card weekend line move in your favor last five years, 
You're 25 and 18 against the spread 58%. So this is the one game that really caught my eye. The Jacksonville Jaguars, guys. This, this looks like a blueprint play for me to take the Jags. You had this game open. Chargers minus two and a half on the road. Chargers are the public play. They're getting about 65% of bets. But what's been the adjustment here? It hasn't been toward the public side and Justin Herbert. The line's now dropping here toward Jacksonville. Uh, a lot of these books are now down to Jags getting a point. See one book at one and a half. Some books are even going down to a pick them here. So even though you have public all and again, I take it, take it with a grain of salt public. Really the reason why it's good to go contrarian in the playoffs is these games are extremely heavily bet more so than regular season matchups. But that to me is one that jumps out. But dogs have done well in the playoffs, especially wildcard weekend line moves have done very well because the books have a ton of data on these games. So if you're making them move the line, it's probably respected money causing that. So to me, early on, the Jaguars, they're really looking pretty good with a line move. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, and you never know. I mean, uh, Brandon Staley might get confused, and, you know, he played his starters <laughs> in the finale, you know, for no reason. Maybe he'll bench Justin Herbert. You know, maybe he'll just feel like, you know, that'll give him, you know, a schematic uh, advantage. I don't know. Uh, we're talking to Josh Applebaum. You can follow him on Twitter, at Josh underscore insights. By the way, check out his podcast, VSIN Morning Bets. Great way to start your day. Uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. The Monday Nighter, I'm curious uh, your thoughts on this one. You know, open three, I tweeted out, the public's going to love this spot, right? Because Dallas looked like absolute dog you-know-what yesterday against Washington. But it's not like Tampa has been world beaters outside of their Week 17 performance that clinched in the division against Carolina. So, you know, what movement have we seen in this game? And does anything interest you? Because I know you've been heavy on the dogs. Tampa is a dog, but are they potentially going to be that dreaded trendy dog? <laughs> so that's what I'm worried about, Tim. And you're totally right. If we just look at line movement, looks like some money taken uh, toward Tom Brady in this one. A lot of these books open Dallas laying three key number to me. All moves line moves are important, but off a key number, which direction you go. That's really, really critical. So there's a lot of money on the line. If you go to a hook or if you go down to two and a half, but that line move has been toward Tom Brady uh, bucks open, getting three. Now you're down to two and a half at a lot of shops. Uh, the other thing here, though, Tim, to be careful of is exactly what you said. I'm looking at the percentages right now. Beeson.com slash splits. 60% of bets are taking Tom Brady. Tom Brady's getting almost 70% of the money. So that worries me that they could be a trendy type play. Uh, the other thing, though, is guys teasers. Now, to me, when you get to the, the postseason, we talked about how sharp these lines are because the odds makers have so much data, information, box scores they can recreate. So their numbers are really, really sharp. But if you look toward teasing dogs, like I gave you the stats, those these dogs are 67% against the spread wildcard weekend last five years. But if you're able to tease these, like maybe you know, Dallas ekes out a win here, something like that, I'd lean Tampa Bay. I'm just worried that they're public. But if I see a two and a half in the playoffs and I can take them to eight and a half, go through three and seven, to me, that could be worth a look. Also, guys, I know we only have a minute left. Keep an eye on the New York Giants this weekend. The Giants are on the road at the Minnesota Vikings, and the public's all over Minnesota. Really good record here, but obviously you've seen the odds makers throughout the year. I haven't really given them the respect because maybe they're a paper tiger. Great record, but their metrics don't look that good. But you have right now about 65% of bets on the Vikings at home, but they open minus three. They haven't moved an inch, guys. They're still minus three. Shouldn't they be up to three and a half if they're a big public play? Uh, Giants rested their starters week 18. Some of the Vikings played. These teams played back in late December. It was a three-point win by Minnesota. Giants covered with the hook there. So if that continues to stay G-men plus three, I'd love the hook in that one. But that one's fishy. Again, I'm, I love the line moves, but sometimes it's the lack of line movement that can really tell you something. So it could be looking like G-men, a contrarian plus three dog value play. At Josh underscore insights, VSIN morning bets. I'm pulling for the dogs, and that's with a W tonight. So let's go, Georgia. Josh, as always, man, we appreciate it. Tim, Adam, have a great day. There he is, Josh Applebaum. Great stuff from him. Get you ready for your props that you need to know for tonight's national championship. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN Primetime presented by BetMGM. I would say we're 15 minutes away from the national championship, Adam, but yeah, we're more we're, like 30 minutes away. Alongside Adam Burke sitting in for Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and uh, it's a big day here at VEASAN. Well, it's a national championship. Of course it's a big day. Yes, you're right. But also, we are now heard on Sports Map Radio across this country. We've got some great new affiliates like the Mightier 1090 in San Diego, California. Folks, you're listening live to the best in sports betting news and information from the sports betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome to the VSIN family and VSIN Prime Time. You've so, been to San Diego, right? I have. Oh, went what a town. Summer. Tremendous. Beautiful I went town. there in June, end of June, and people were like apologizing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, what, what? What are you talking about? They're like, yeah, it's cloudy. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like <laughs> 78 degrees in heaven. Right. Uh, it's like 110 where I'm yeah, where I'm, I live. I'm good. good. I'm good. Yeah. Great beer town, obviously, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh welcome. The Mightier 1090, one of many, many great affiliates we now have as we are now part of Sports Map Radio. Handful of our shows on uh, on the network and uh, including ours. So I'm fired up about that. Fired up about tonight's national championship. Once again, we will continue to remind you. Uh this was from Ross Dellinger just a little while ago. And uh if you're wondering about the status of TCU running back Kendra Miller, word on the field, courtesy of Ross Dellinger, Kendra Miller will not play tonight. We've seen videos of him, Adam, bulky knee brace and just kind of limping around, not doing much of anything. Darnell Washington is in uniform. Um, I would expect him to give it more of a go than Kendra Miller. And um, Lad McConkey. From, I believe, Colin Wilson, you said, on the field there, looked to be making better cuts than he certainly was capable of doing, uh, Adam, during the semifinal against Ohio State, which is certainly good news for Georgia fans or Georgia backers like yours truly. Well, another one here just came across a few minutes ago from Brett McMurphy that Georgia right tackle Warren McClendon, who hurt his knee against LSU, didn't play against Ohio State, is dressed and participating in pregame warm-ups. So Georgia may also get an offensive lineman back here, 37 career starts. Uh, so we'll see if he either starts or if maybe he's available off the bench, something like that. But the Kendra Miller thing, we, we've talked about this a lot already in, in the first 75 minutes or so of the show, where this is a guy that's a really important piece for TCU, especially because you want to be at full strength if you're going up against a Georgia team that's just loaded with four- and five-star guys. 
But if you start thinking about this from a player prop standpoint, mm-hmm. someone's got to get the ball, right? And we've kind of talked about this where we think Quentin Johnston is a guy that whether Georgia brackets him, double covers him, whatever they decide to do, the mantra for from Georgia's coaching staff should be, this kid doesn't beat us. Quentin Johnston does not beat us. We do not let him go for 200-something yards, bunch of explosive plays, all of that. So for TCU and Max Duggan, you got to start looking to your second, third, and fourth options, right? So guys like Tay Barber, who had 36 catches for 605 yards. Guys like Darius Davis, 37 catches, 430 yards. Not big statistical numbers, but when you go and look at their props, look at a place like DraftKings, for example, where they have a lot of different guys up. Darius Davis over under 29 and a half yards. Tay Barber over under 37 and a half. Someone's going to have to make plays for TCU. And second, we've kind of been talking about this where we sort of have gotten to the point now where we're thinking Georgia wins this game comfortably, right? If Georgia has a comfortable lead, (laughs) TCU's throwing in the second half. If TCU's throwing in the second half, it's either going to Johnston, Barber, Davis, maybe DeMarcado has to be more of a factor out of the backfield, something like that. But if you're looking in the player prop market, and this is kind of a precursor for the Super Bowl, which is not that far away either, you've got to think about game state when you're making these prop bets. If you think TCU will be trailing in the second half, running with tempo, trying to play catch up, you want to look at their receivers over their receiving yards because they have to throw the football. So I'm starting to look at this here. Darius Davis over 29 and a half. That may be two or three catches for a team like TCU. Tay Barber, 37 and a half, same thing. So with Miller out, it creates opportunities for other guys. I think you can prey on in the prop market. So John Ewing, who does a great job over at BetMGM and our show, Prime Primetime, presented by BetMGM. So here's, uh, he just tweeted this out about four minutes ago at a most popular player props on this game. Shocking, all five are overs. I'm stunned. Max Duggan over 33 and a half rushing yards. I said it earlier in the show. I don't personally have a play on this one. Be careful. Sacks count against you in the rushing yardage market. Everybody, because of what we saw last, which was him utilizing his legs and going for 57 yards against Michigan, everybody thinks that he's going to be able to use his legs. And maybe he will, right? Because the likelihood of Kendra Miller not playing. So that maybe emphasizes Max Duggan here. That one of all of these makes me the most skittish because I think Georgia's going to find ways to dial up some pressure, even though I think they were, you know, 90th or something like that in sacks this year, Adam. I think Max Duggan, if if I were Kirby Smart, you know, my emphasis would be keep the ball out of Quentin Johnson's hands and don't let Max Duggan beat us with his legs. Yeah, Michigan only had one sack against TCU, so that didn't really count too much against Duggan. What are the other top ones? Max Duggan over one and a half passing yards, oh, passing touchdowns, passing yards. That would be a, over one and a half. That would be a pretty, pretty good, bet. good bet. Yeah. Uh, Brock Bowers over 64 and a half receiving yards. Max Duggan over 240 and a half passing yards. And Stetson Bennett over 275 and a half passing yards. Those are the most five most bet player props at BetMGM as of five minutes ago. So again, think about it. Kendra Miller is rumored to be out in this game right so you have three Duggan overs mm-hmm. one with rushing yards another, and then two other ones with passing passing touchdowns and passing yards because the expectation here seems to be that people don't expect Di Mercado to find a lot of success in the running game and that TCU will have to throw the football or exactly what I said if you think TCU is trailing badly in the second half which is how this line is trending Duggan has to throw the football so Again, a lot of people, a lot of times what people will do, and they'll make a big mistake doing this, they'll load up. They'll be like, oh, I love TCU in this game, so I'm going to bet Duggan over. I'm going to bet Johnston over. I'm going to overexpose myself on one side of the game when the reality of it is if your handicap is one way, your props should kind of have a correlation of, you know, if you think TCU is going to cover this game or possibly win it outright, Dee Mercado's probably got 20 to 25 carries in this game, right? And, and probably is having success on the ground. If you think Georgia wins this game big, it's hard to bet Stetson Bennett overs, stuff like that, because he may not have to throw in the second half at all. So you got to think about it that way in terms of, of betting props, specifically in these big, you know, one-off types of games. So we're going to talk to Chris Andrews, sportsbook director at the South Point, coming up at the bottom of the hour. So we will get the latest before kickoff 
of Georgia and TCU, what kind of action they're seeing on Friday's show. Chris was kind enough to join us and said it was about three to one ticket count on TCU. His true number was 12 and a half on this game. So something to keep in mind, you know, before I, I jump back into betting splits, one thing that led me once again to Georgia being the side that I bet here, and I bet them at, at 12, even at 13 and a half, it's fine. I wouldn't bet first half right now just because we're north of that seven number. You could have got seven for a while, including on Friday and Saturday. Now sevens are all gone. But I think Georgia comes out, flexes their muscles a little bit in this game. That's why I liked them in the first half and full game, and I wrote it up for VEASAN.com. But something I also pointed out, and I think you're a subscriber to this as well, we had look-ahead lines, actionable look-ahead lines on these games. And Georgia was around a 16.5, 17-point favorite. They play a football game. There's no significant injuries outside of TCU, arguably losing their third most important player. And now the line has trickled down four points. By the way, the crowd here at Circus Sports has just gone nuts as, oh, did Lee Corso just say he's picking TCU? He did the... He just did the okie doke. The, the crowd here at Circa just went crazy when he picked Georgia, and now he's put up the Horn Frog sign, and uh, he is one with Sean King and believing in uh, the Hypnotoad. I I don't really know what to add to what I to what I just saw there, <laughs> but I will say uh, to, to piggyback off of your. By the way, Lee Corso's eighty-seven years old. The man is an American treasure. He is, and I'm betting true. against you, Lee. Go yeah. go dogs. I will say, you mentioned the look-ahead line. Yeah. My line coming into the bowl season would have been Georgia minus 14 and a half in a, in a true neutral setting like this. So, you know, I think that's probably where this number would have been outside of the fact that TCU hung 50 on Michigan. So, like, that kind of stands out. You know, and again, like I said, people came out of that Georgia-Ohio State game thinking Georgia's vulnerable. Maybe Ohio State was just that good and that talented. Well, we will see. As of Friday, the public was loading up to bet on the dog at the South Point here in Las Vegas. We will get the latest from behind the counter when Chris Andrews joins us on the other side of the break. We are about 10, 15 minutes away, folks, from kickoff. Georgia, TCU. It's VSIN primetime. Make your next bet. Be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Another way, VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Alongside Adam Burke sitting in for Sean King this evening, I am Tim Murray. We are minutes away from the national championship and looking across Las Vegas. A lot of 14s are starting to pop up in favor of the Georgia Bulldogs. Still some 13 and a halfs out there if you like the dogs with a W instead of the dogs with an OG in them. So let's uh, let's get the latest from behind the counter. He joins us on Friday, like he always does, but kind enough to join us right now. It is the Sportsbook Director over at the South Point, Chris Andrews. Chris, on Friday, you said ticket count was around 3-1 to one, and that you would ultimately need Georgia. A lot of time has transpired. We're now moments away from kickoff. How is the action looking at the South Point for the national title? Well, thanks for catching me in a lie, Tim. Uh, <laughs> now I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need TCU in the game. The money's poured in today. I'm looking at my list. Uh, as of this morning, I needed I needed TCU. I mean, I'm sorry, I needed Georgia pretty good, and uh, the money was just poured in on Georgia all day. The Miller kid being out for Georgia uh, that finally pushed us up to 14. Uh, but the money's been coming in, uh, you know. Fervently, I would say, on the dogs, D-A-W-G-S, uh, all day money line, point spread, uh, everything. So, you know, pretty strong move on Georgia today. You know, and we wondered on Friday, Chris, if 
if the sharper betters, because you did say on Friday that you had a pretty sharp guy come in, lay 13 with you, uh, and uh, or 13 and a half, I should say, and you guys went down a little bit. Did you, was this a situation where the sharper money was kind of waiting in the weeds to see where they could ultimately get it? Or were they waiting for that injury information, like you mentioned with Kendra Miller? What's your feel on, you know, why the Georgia money started to come in heavy today? Yeah, just to clarify, he took TCU plus 13, one of my best yes, players. Sorry. A sharp, sharp handicapper. Took TCU, took, took 13. I'd opened it 13 and a half, took a little bit of plus and moved it quickly. I, just, I, thought, I thought the lower number was a little bit better. And I knew about the injury. Uh, but the, the money just uh, since then has poured in. I, I don't think the injury was, was the thing. Uh, the rumors started circulating a couple of days ago that the kid was not 100%. Uh, I didn't know that he'd be out, but we knew he would be. He would not be at full strength. That may have triggered a little bit of the money, but um, you know, I think it was a little more than that. I think right now, if you look up and down this roster, uh, Georgia has a much stronger team. And plus, let's not forget, all year the the sharp guys have been not only not supporting TCU, but really betting against them all year. And uh, this is just the last one, and you know, we'll see if. Uh, We'll see if it comes to fruition. They haven't done that well betting against TCU, but you know, we're only talking about one game now, so we'll see what happens. How about that, Tim? Chris Andrews just called you sharp for betting against TCU all year, being one of the sharp guys. <laughs> well, and he also said, oh. I've been <laughs> losing a lot of money, too, so I don't know. What... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, well, that's, what are the other... that's two lies that Tim caught me in. But, uh, yeah, okay, let's go. Chris, one of the other things that we've seen today uh, – uh, avalanche, waterfall, whatever you want to call it, of under money coming in on this one. So has yeah. that mostly just balanced yeah. you out, or do you have a need now on the total one way or another? Um, yeah, I kind of, you know, <laughs> it's weird. You know, the combinations, and it's a strange combination. They're betting me the dog, and, and a dog, TCU the dog, and over, but they're betting me Georgia and under. I mean, that's a strange combination for, uh, you know, a 12, 13, 14 point spread, but that's what they're doing today. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, it's just weird how it comes. I mean, if TCU winds up winning the game, I need the game under. If Georgia wins the game, I need the game over. So, you know, I don't know what that means. I really don't. So, I just throw up the number and people bet and we go from there. So, I don't know what to tell you. We're talking to Chris Andrews at Andrews Sports on Twitter. Uh, Chris, first half has been. Uh, a, a bet that has uh, seemed to be on the move, too. So there were some sevens out there in the market uh, last week. I never saw it get below seven. And now pretty much, and including you know South Point, uh, sitting at eight. So as another situation where the late money has been on Georgia in the first half here? Yeah, I mean, we were, we were seven minus 20 on the favorite uh, this morning. And then, you know, we got bet. We went to seven and a half. They laid me to seven and a half. They're even laying me the eight. Um, I don't feel like going eight and a half. I really don't want to be an outlier there. I figure we'll just kind of take it as it comes. But uh, I need TCU the first half pretty good. Um, I also need over the first half. So, um, you know, I don't know. Um, like I said, we just throw up the numbers and the betting market takes us wherever it may. And we just kind of live with it and see what happens. Well, kickoff coming up here in a few minutes for this game, but we got a lot of time until kickoff of the Super Wild Card Weekend with the six games that are coming up here in the NFL playoffs, Chris. And anything you can shed some light on for us in terms of early interest, early adjustments you've had to make to any of the numbers for the Wild Card games? Uh, yeah, we've had a couple. You know, I opened. The, I like the Chargers. Uh, I mean, I like the Chargers Jaguar game. Pick them. I don't really don't like a side, but I opened a pick. They laid me the pick. I uh, went to Chargers one. They even laid me a little bit of one. I went to one and a half. Then money started coming back in. And today I had, you know, I had a guy bet me 20000 on the money line on the Jaguars, plus 05. Uh, so I'm back to pick with the game. I still see, I, I still see mostly Chargers one, but I'm at pick. And I, like I said, I don't really like a side, but I thought pick them was the right number. I think, you know, you look at the quarterback. You know, if you asked me two months ago, I'd say the Chargers had a huge advantage of quarterback, but not the way Lawrence has played lately. I think that kind of evens out a little bit. I think there's a big coaching advantage to the Jaguars, however. Um, so I think this game is a legitimate pick. The other one I would want to talk about is the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday night. 
I think that's going to be one of the biggest betting games of all time. Uh, you know, probably here because, you know, we famously don't juice two, two and a halves and threes. And I think it's going to be one of those games right now. We're sitting at two and a half flat. We're the only one. We were three earlier in the day. We were the only three flat in the world. And, uh, you know, that it, there's games that stimulate action and there's numbers that stimulate action. And we, we're going to have both in this situation. You have the Cowboys, huge public team for the last, really, what, 50 years. And now you got going against Tom Brady. Uh, I think this is going to inspire just a ton of action. I think it'll be one of the biggest bet games we've ever seen. Yeah, and, and that game to me, Chris, is so interesting is, you know, Betters, as we know, and as you know better than I, are very reactionary. What did we see last? Well, the last thing we thought yeah. we saw was Dallas play like absolute crap against the Washington Commanders. Dak yeah. Prescott was awful. And not that, you know, Tampa Bay played amazing, but they were leading at the half, you know, with the starters in. Week prior, Tom Brady looked himself to an extent against Carolina. So, you know, when it comes to the public in that game, I'm very curious because, as you alluded to, Dallas is – historically a very public side, but I do wonder if they think they're getting, you know, Tampa on sale because they're at home. They're an underdog against a team that just played so poorly against a, a Washington team. That's not even in the playoffs. Well, you know, I always say what, what's uh, what's a, what's a Tom Brady highlight reel look like? You know what it looks like? It looks like him raising the, the Lombardi trophy. You know, he's not the guy. He's not going to dazzle you with his brilliance out there. He just wins a lot of games. And, you know, Dallas really has a, has a habit of losing a lot of really close games. You know, defense has not played well like the last few weeks. Prescott has had, you know, ter- you know I think a terrible season, really. Uh, you know, certainly not up to his standards a couple years ago. Maybe the injury has something to do with it. Maybe it's more than that. I don't know. But I did make this number three. That's what I thought was a legit number. I mean, Dallas did win 12 games this year. You can't overlook that. And you know, Tampa, you know, they limped around all year. They just happened to be in a horrible division. So I, I think his game, I, I kind of, you know, gun to my head, I'd probably take Tampa. But uh, I don't really like either side. And I think that we're going to see a ton of betting action uh, that probably a lot of people feel kind of like me. They're not sure what to do. But, you know, Monday night after a weekend of playoff games, everybody's going to get an opinion on this game one way or another. He is Chris Andrews. Follow him on Twitter at Andrews Sports. Chris, final thought: Who does the house need at the South Point? Oh, uh, we'll be rooting for TCU pretty strong here. So that's <laughs> what. Uh, that's what. And thanks for reminding me about those lies I told on Friday. You, it Tim. wasn't I a lie at the time. It. it wasn't a lie at the time. You know. So how things can change, okay. Chris. We appreciate you yes, jumping on again. There he is. <laughs> Okay, guys. Talk to you later. Chris Andrews, uh, one of the best uh, at Andrew Sports on Twitter. And uh, just know this, because I just got a text, an interesting one. Not every book is the same. Some books might need TCU. Some books might need Georgia. Teams walking out to the field now. As we suspected, Adam, no such thing as an on-time kickoff. Georgia and TCU, it is right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign and quicker, which leads to quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions Apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alongside Adam Burke, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN primetime. We are underway in the national championship. Georgia won the toss, elected to defer to the second half. And now we will see the TCU offense come out on the field. And very interested to see what the... Alignment is, and there is DeMarcado in the backfield as, once again, Kendra Miller. It is highly anticipated that he will not play in this game. And, you know, a couple things as we get a false start here for TCU to start the game. First possession, do you subscribe at all to the lack of experience for TCU being a hindrance because they did just go out and beat Michigan and kind of proved to be almost the more poised team to an extent in that game. I, the, the honest answer, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I never played anything at a high level, so I, I don't really know if, if that makes a big difference or not. <clears throat> Certainly, I'm sure someone's building up that narrative because they fall started on the first play. <laughs> but, you know, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just kind of a matter of getting comfortable in the rhythm of the game, being able to kind of run your offense, do the things that you want to do, and kind of develop some confidence that way. So I don't know. But, I mean, I do think that to some degree it at least helps for Georgia to be in that media spotlight, yep. you know, to have done all the interviews last year and all that kind of thing. By That's the way, TCU was not accustomed to. Real quickly, Kendra Miller, <clears throat> who warmed up, is now on the sidelines with no shoulder pads on. So we talked about it. The majority of this show he is out. Kendra Miller is not playing in this game. A significant, significant blow for TCU. And now they are facing a third and long on their first possession. And J- Jalen Carter, who might be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft come April, gets out on the edge and tackles Quentin Johnston. That dude is a freak. <laughs> well, you know, he's got a lot to prove tonight because Ohio State kind of ran him up and down the field, and, and he was a non-factor in, 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 the, in the Peach Bowl. But uh, you know, this is what I talked about. You know, TCU, first down penalty, first and 15, put themselves behind the chains. 
Georgia's defense is not great on early downs, but mm -hmm. they were second in the nation in third down conversion rate defensively. TCU can't live in third and third and anything higher than medium. And here they are in this first possession having a third and 12. So we'll see if they're able to convert. They do not. And Georgia gets a three and out to start the game. Max Duggan. A little jumpy. We saw it against Michigan. You know, people, and I'm not going to say just blindly people said, you know what? It, uh, he was, you know, great, but he made plays with his legs, but he was off. You know, he, he threw four interceptions all season long, Adam, and threw two in that game, 14 and 29 uh, in that game. Two, two throws, a bit low on, on the third down attempt and a bit high uh, and long on, the, uh, on his first down throw. So a three and out for TCU. So Georgia could not have asked for a better start to this game as now they will start Adam, their first possession at the 43-yard line of their own. So a short field for the Bulldogs to work with here. By the way, in faraway places, the national anthem went under, uh, for what it's worth. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, <clears throat> as you said, I mean, that's Pan exactly. Was it Panaphonics? Pentatonics. Pen Pentatonics? I didn't know they did anything other than Christmas. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, apparently, they did the national anthem, and in a brisk matter. Who's, have they announced the national anthem for the Super Bowl yet? I'm sure. Uh, maybe maybe give Britain a homework assignment there behind the know. glass. But as you said, I mean, that's exactly the start that Georgia wanted. Duggan had time. I mean, he was well protected. Yeah. But, you know, the throws, the, the feet weren't really set. Ooh, another false bit, start. There uh, we go. A little, a little jumpy on both sides. Yeah. Georgia going off a false start on their first uh, possession. We're off to a great start here. After two <laughs> insane semifinal games, we're off to a great start here. Uh, ACC refing crew tonight, by the way, All right. whatever that's worth. It's not Pac-12. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, today, while we watch this game and sweat it out, it is a, it is a great day for VEASAN as we are now here, heard on sports map radio across the country, including great radio stations like the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 760 KGU and 95.1 FM in Honolulu. You're listening live to the best in sports betting news and information from the sports betting capital here in Las Vegas. So welcome the VSIN family and VSIN prime time. So we uh, are underway. TCU punting on their first possession. I'll say this to folks listening in hour three, we're going to keep a close eye on the live market and, and everything uh, in this game. We are going to weave in a little NFL talk. Big day, Cliff Kingsbury getting fired. Uh, so certainly that will be uh, something we will uh, chat with. Jared Smith's going to join us in studio for a little bit here in the final hour of the program, as well as Brock Bowers inside the 35-yard line. Props, did you, when did you end up playing? Anything? The prop offerings out here are I will say, lacking. We love, I love the city <clears throat> that I live, live in and work in. If you like props... It ain't the city for you. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, small piece of the over that I took early on in the betting process and did write that up over at vcin.com. But no, you know, and, and look, I mean, hoping for some live opportunities here, certainly. But I know people don't want to hear this, but I'm going to say it. It's a huge game. I get it. But it doesn't mean that there's a ton of value on the game. So, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to go out there and and really force yourself into anything. But I, I will see another flag here. But yeah, I think Setson Bennett looks composed. Georgia was, I think Georgia was lined up offside, so they did not set themselves up. So I think this one's coming back. But uh, Brock Bowers, I'll say this, was a very popular play to the over. Um, I took a little on him. I didn't give it out. So it's not an official play, just in my pocket. Um, over 63 and a half receiving yards. That first one was 21 yards. So a big play to Brock Bowers. But second penalty we've now seen uh, on the Georgia Bulldogs says illegal shift was just called on Georgia. So uh, another situation where the Bulldogs are, are playing behind the chains. It didn't affect them on the first drive, but, you know, a little bit of a shaky start on both sides, which, you know, in big games like this, big atmospheres, uh, maybe to be expected a little bit. Well, if somebody does want to play for me, I'm on Jackson State minus five tonight. There we go. Alabama A&M. So, uh, so there is that. As Brock Bowers, big part of the offense here Yeah, there. Uh, on this first drive. Big emphasis for Brock Bowers. Already two receptions now. That one going for what looked to be, what, like 11 or 10 yards, something in that ballpark. So if you played some Brock Bowers overs, uh, that is now off to a, a good start. And I'm trying to watch Darnell Washington and how involved he's been you know, he was another one. We, we talked about Kendra Miller being the big one. Once again, Kendra Miller for TCU out tonight. Um, but Brock Bowers now up to 33 yards receiving 
as he has received both of uh, Georgia's uh, passes here. So, you know, Georgia, what was interesting uh, in, uh, in the win over Ohio State was they really, late in that game, leaned on the run game to kind of work themselves back in here. So, once again, you hear, we heard all week about the 3-3-5, and Joe Gillespie did an absolute masterful job, I thought, especially against Texas. That was, to me, his you know, coup de grace. I thought that was just perfect. Uh, didn't give up an offensive touchdown. But in this spot, you know, Georgia's going to, look, you've seen him go to the air early, so maybe open up that run game. And that, that's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out here. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very important for TCU to tackle in space. If, if they're not able Bennett, to do that and they weren't on that play. First touchdown of the game, Stetson Bennett, 14-1 to <laughs> on the first touchdown. A keeper for Stetson Bennett on a read option, and he was untouched into the end zone. 21-yard touchdown run, 14-1. to Go ahead and cash it if you had a first touchdown prop on Stetson Bennett. Anytime touchdown was plus 160. And uh, what was his – got to double-check what his rushing prop was because that might have gone over on that particular – 11 play. and a half. 11 and a half. Yeah. So, so uh, producer Britton getting in our ear saying bet up to 14 and a half at some all, spots. All numbers are over at this yeah. point. No but, again, as you mentioned, sacks count against rushing yards. As so. do kneel downs. Yes, that's true. So uh, we will see. But uh, I will say huge possession for TCU coming up here. They have to show something on this possession, I think. All right. Much rather that start than uh, anything else. Georgia off to a 7-0 lead. The Dogs with a W starting off on the right foot. Stetson Bennett scores the game's first touchdown, 14-1. Come on home at BetMGM. Two hours in the books, another to go. It is V-CIN primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.